Have you ever taken a step you thought was the right one, then it wasn't? Or maybe you've made decisions based more on FOMO than faith. Those are just two of the things my friend Avery Forrest and I talked about, along with a little fashion advice. So join me for episode 110 of Just One Simple Thing. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Hey, hey, friends. I'm so glad that you're here because you are in for a treat. In the last episode, I shared part one of a conversation I had with my friend Avery Forrest a few months ago all about managing your capacity. Now, I know that I don't normally do interview type episodes, but this was a special conversation and some special circumstances. So if you missed that story, head back to episode 109 to learn the capacity equation and some thoughts on reframing your boundaries. But we talked about so much in that conversation, I couldn't leave all of it behind. So I've grabbed the best bits and put them all together for you here. It may sound a little choppy, but I hope you'll get something from this discussion about making good decisions and bad ones, FOMO, and managing seasons. Listen in. Yeah, sometimes we can get it wrong, right? Like I, I've I've journeyed down the path before that. Mm that I thought maybe was a leading, but you know what, the way I always see it is I would rather go on a chance that it was God telling me to go than to, to stand back and, and not like maybe miss something that the Lord had for me. So I yeah, think, I think it just we, works both ways. We wait too long. Often we, we want everything to be perfectly clear, exactly how we're going to get there and exactly what we're going to do. And I know you've experienced this. Like you said, there's been some times where you got down the path, well, you took that first step and people are afraid to take the first step until they know what all the results are going to be. But when we take that first step, you don't get very far before you realize it's the wrong one. right? Yeah. But if you yeah. will just take the steps in the general direction that you feel like God's leading, even if you get a little, he's not going to let you go off path for very yeah. long and, and will redirect you back into the into the, the direction to go. But if you just sit and never take the step and never take any action, then you'll never get that clarity of where he's going, where he wants you to go. Yeah. And then I think the other piece too, with that is also then responding to that clarity. When you have that clear moment that you're like, Oh wait, okay. Maybe I was supposed to step here or adjust there. Don't, don't be afraid to adjust either. Don't be afraid to go, wow. Okay. I missed it. Or wow. I, I misunderstood that or wow, I'm learning this from this moment, right? Like, don't be afraid to do that because I think it's in that fear that the enemy starts to accuse us. Oh man, right. you don't know how to hear God. Oh, you know, and then all these things that can keep us 
even more stuck because you're like, oh, I've stepped out before and I got it wrong. Okay, step out again and trust right. and know and and keep keep moving forward in that because um, that's the way that you build that history and that relationship with the Lord. And I always encourage people that your relationship is a journey, right? Like it is, <laughs> it is, it is a movement forward um, into you know, more and deeper and closer and, and really knowing God's love and character for you. And sometimes, you know, in Psalms 23, it says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, sometimes you're walking down a path and you're like, Lord, there's no way this is the right path because things are crazy over here and things are crazy over here. And it's like, no, you, even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you can fear no evil because he's with you. Right. And so it, God's path doesn't always mean it's sunshine and rainbows either. So I think we have that um, mistake sometimes when we're walking those paths that we think that it is all going to be perfect. Like it's all going to work out exactly how we wanted it. And really you've got to get to the other side of the path to realize, oh, wow, even though that didn't go the way I thought, or I feel a little bit differently about it on this side of it. I look back and I would change nothing because I know that that's what the Lord brought me through. If you're in a season that you've stepped and it maybe doesn't look, don't doubt that it's not God. Like continue to seek him. Right. I think, yeah. And I think what's cool about that is that you just described the internal and what was always going on inside of you and, and the doubts and the, you know, but from the external view, you know, there's, there is beauty in watching someone else go through that. There's value in that. And, and even when we realize that we, you know, okay, oh, I went down this path and it, it wasn't exactly the right path. And now I've got to back up. Okay. You can, you can get stuck in that and feel like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to have to tell people that this was the wrong path. I'm going to have to back up and, and look indecisive or look like I'm not doing right. It's all about how, you know, how we look. And, um, but but I think that is so encouraging to other people. I think that encourages other people to take that step because we're like, oh, wow, look, you know, she took a step and it wasn't exactly the right step, but God redirected her and look at what's happened or God got her through that situation and look what's happened. That can give people who are watching you, people who are seeing you, it can give them the courage and, and the faith in God to take those steps for themselves because they know um, I can do it. I can do it messy. I don't, it doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not going to get it right every time. And that's just part of learning and growing. And just because I, I have to go in and, and, and admit to people that I did something, I have to back up. It doesn't mean they're going to, they're going to cast me aside or not respect me anymore or not want to be part of what I'm doing anymore. I think it it draws people to you when you can be that kind of vulnerable and honest and, and bring people along on your journey with you and being, you know, being the guide who's along with you rather than, you know, trying to be the perfect expert. That that's just crazy making right there. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I love that. Our capacity can feel, um, so strained. And a lot of times it's because we have put so much because we do live in this Mm. busy world. I mean, there, if you want to fill your day, all hours of the day, you truly can. And so, um, so maybe that leads us into, I know you were talking about, you have a little bit of a tool for capacity that maybe could help some women, because what if you have a woman sitting here on this episode right now, listening to it going, my capacity is at max. And I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> and right. and what, what should that woman do maybe? 
Yeah, I think I have a worksheet that will help you look at each of those four areas and uh, and give you give you some swaps you can make in those areas to help um, make better use of your time or make better use of your energy, make better use of your um, of your resources overall uh, so that you can create that space. And um, and one of them that I love that's part of that is um, is having a rubric for accepting opportunities. I think that's if you, one of my biggest struggles right now is the FOMO of saying no to things. And so, um, you know, having a, having pre-decided, okay, these are the kind of things that I'm going to accept. And if it doesn't fall within this, then I can confidently say no, that that's not for me. So that's creating that type of rubric is part of the, of the tool that, that I have available that people can use to put some strategies into their life and, and manage steward their capacity. Well, not necessarily create a lot more capacity, um, but to steward the capacity they have in more intentional and purposeful ways. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's so good. And and that's honestly, that is something that I did this year because that was one of my things at the beginning of the year. It was, it was right after I was telling God I didn't have any more capacity and he's like, okay, but what are you saying yes to? That's not me, you know? And we really kind of went through that. And again, I had to pull some things back. And one of the things that I felt like the Lord said to me, because on, and one of them very specifically, I felt very much like I was going to miss out if I didn't take the opportunity to be a part of it. And, and it's, it's a, it's an opportunity with a close friend. And so not only did I feel like I was going to miss out, but I didn't want to let her down or feel like I wasn't supporting her and all that sort of stuff. And I really felt like the Lord said, Avery, you can't miss out on what I didn't mean for you. Right. Like Mm, mm, you're not going to miss out on what I didn't mean for you. Actually, if you step into something that's not for you, it's going to leave you striving. It's going to leave you stressed out. It's going to leave you with less capacity. Right. Mm -hmm. And so having that thought and then just hearing the Lord speak that to me was just this beautiful place that it was like, okay, it took the pressure off of me. Then it allowed me to know what are the things I can say yes to and should say yes to, because I know what my focus is on, right? I know what I'm focusing on, what I'm trying to build, what I'm trying to do. So living in that reality, but then also realizing that some capacity is for some seasons and some capacity is Mm -hmm. for other seasons. So if you're a mama at home and you're, you're bringing in the income that you gold to bring in, (laughs) like you already, you're already bringing that income in. And you feel like you're at this balance of, okay, my kids, if I, if I keep growing my business, they're going to get less time of me. But that's the whole reason I started my business to begin with was to stay at home with them. Then at this moment, don't grow your business, right? Like (laughs) realize, realize what the priorities are, realize what things that you want to really be stewarding. And then uh, realizing too, that God has an order to all of those things. And so that goes back to those boundaries, you know, so certain seasons don't, don't feel like you're missing out because somebody else is in a different season than you are. I mean, Krista, you were, you started the episode saying that you're in the empty nester season. Well, you're going to have a lot more capacity to do certain things than I'm going to have to do as a, as a business owner and a mom who's home with their kids and those sort of deals. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think letting ourselves realize that letting ourselves go a little bit and just realizing what true season we're in and the capacity for that season is a, is a big piece as well. If like 
you're at the edge right now and you're like, oh my gosh, I am, I'm drowning. I don't feel like I have any more capacity. What would be like your two key tips of where to start first on figuring out your capacity? I think you said a really great word just a minute ago, and that was your focus. Where, where does God have you focusing in this season? We are all, you know, multi-passionate women. We have our fingers in all the pies, but if we're trying to make progress in seven or eight different areas at one time, that's where we get overloaded and we have too much. And so that's where we need to step back and say, okay, Lord, what are the three areas that you want me to focus on in this season? And then use that as a filter for all the things that come into you, all of the opportunities, all of the activities, all the things If it doesn't move you forward in one of those areas that God's called you to focus, then that's an automatic no. And you can have confidence in saying no, that that's not for me. That's for somebody else. I'm not going to take somebody else's opportunity. Um, I'm going to leave it for them. And I'm going to stay focused in the areas where God has called me to focus. Um, And I think... um, Another one would be, again, this, the whole idea of pre-deciding as much as you can. Um, we do, we, we make a lot of decisions two and three times. We make the <laughs> same decision over and over. And, um, you know, in her book, uh, Lazy Genius, Kendra Adachi gave this really great example about how she wears, I don't remember what it was, black pants and a denim shirt every Monday. And so, because Mondays were always the hardest day of the week to get, get going. And so, that just look, took one decision off her plate every day, yeah. uh, every Monday to keep, to get going. So think that habits that we can put in place that, that pre-decide some things for us. So we don't have to always be making, we just get decision fatigue, you know, cause we're always having to decide so many things, whether it's practical things like what's aware on a Monday or, um, or practical things about, how you structure your podcast notes the same way every time so that you have some systems in place to do that. I think that's a pre-deciding and, and not changing and doing something different every time we do it is a big one as well. Oh yes. So good. I, last year I took my closet down to like seven outfits, like seven shirts (laughs) and it was a game changer because the closet was, it was like, I would go in and, and it, I felt like it would take me 20 minutes to decide what to wear versus it should only take me about five minutes. Right. And I'm not even like a picky, like fashion Nista person. It was just more this like, Oh, I had so many decisions, which actually showed me my capacity was um, at max at the time. Um, I think one of the things too, and I love that you said, you said focus and I wrote down focus is a filter. Mm. Your focus can help filter so much stuff. So let your focus be a filter. Um, you just got to get, you got to know what you're focusing on. Right. right. Um, and then the piece, the pre-decided, I think that's the piece too, that kind of gets to be scary for some of the creatives, right? Cause again, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, if I put this structure around it, but the truth is, is if you will, I think we feel like structure may actually, uh, take away a lot of our time. The truth is though, if you, if you spend the time on the front end, doing, creating that structure, creating that pre-decided thing, then it actually frees up so much time from now until, right? Like the other day, I literally 
put on um, Amazon, what is it? The subscribe and save. Mm -hmm. I took two hours. I made a pantry list (laughs) and I, I did the subscribe and save and I set it all up. But now my time from now until I turn those subscribe and saves off is saved, right? So Mm. it took me time on the front end. It took me focused time. It took me um, pre-decided time. I had to go pre-decide what things I want in my pantry, you know, that sort of stuff. But again, those type of structures, those type of systems, those types of boundaries can be such a blessing if you let it be. Or as I say, you can run around and you can let your life live you, right? Like, do Mm -hmm. you live your life or do you let your life live you? I am so thankful that God has put people like Avery in my life to help me wrestle through some of these rough spots that could derail me from his plan. Now, for your one simple action step, we talked about the capacity management tool in this episode. So head over to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and grab a copy for yourself. This little change of pace has been a lot of fun. I'd love to hear from you this week. What stood out to you about this episode? Snap a screenshot of the episode wherever you're listening and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me at Do A New Thing so I can come cheer you on. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.